Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Oh, it's good to hear that again. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Winchester Radio. Uh, first podcast of 2020. The last time we podcasted, it was November 2019. Um but, you know, not much has happened since then. You know, the world spins on, and <laughs> we've watched a few episodes of Supernatural. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about episode 14 tonight, titled Last Holiday. Um, welcome back. We're looking forward to, uh, I hope, talking about this episode tonight. Um, it's probably the last sort of standalone monster uh, um, monster of the week sort of filler but not really because they, they did talk about the arc a little bit and maybe I'm wrong There's uh, this was the first of the last seven episodes and we know the last two are big ones so who knows maybe there's another one um, anyway it was written by Jeremy Adams uh, his last supernatural episode and here's the uh, Minor trivia, the last episode um, that we podcasted, I think we did, maybe we didn't, but I wrote notes on it, uh, was Jeremy Adams' last call. Uh, anyway, uh, and it was directed by Eduardo Sanchez. Um, I I enjoyed this episode for the most part, um, pretty much all of it. Again, I don't think it furthered the big overall arc of the season with God and Chuck, but they did talk about it um, with Jack a little bit. Um, it dealt with the past in Men of Letters. It explained some things about the bunker, um, and it was and it was fun. Uh, uh, part of the po- part of the power from the bunker we find out came from a wood nymph that the original Men of Letters had captured. And it's Mrs. Butters, because we can't pronounce her nymph name. And she was played by Megan Fay. And I have to just give her the biggest shout out, because I just thought Megan was marvelous. As as Mrs. Butters, she was like such a great mix of being, you know, your sweet housekeeper and absolutely menacing um person underneath all that who could rip the head off a Nazi and not have a problem with it. <laughs> so um, I, I thought she was just perfect casting. Um, it was interesting to get the background on the bunker. I felt I felt bad for her because they did capture her and use her, and I, she was with them so long, I she just became very attached to the Men of Letters. That's all she had. Um, I felt sorry for her that she that they had kept her prisoner for so long and and they were all she had so that she just didn't even want to leave at the end and I'm like oh you should because they kept you prisoner um, I want to say Stockholm syndrome I guess um, of, of a sort but yes yes um, um, and I felt bad about that. And then, and then Jack gives her a picture of the men of letters, her, her um, prisoners, <laughs> you know, her wardens at the end. And like, well, I guess he meant well. And, and she seemed to be happy to get it. But again, that's, that's wrong. So I hope once she got back in her own element, and I hope her element is still there, but it's kind of like when you domesticate an animal and then you turn them out in the wild and they don't know how to deal anymore. <laughs> So I'm hoping her her people are still there, and I hope the forest she's remembering is still there because it's been over 60 years. So um, I I wish that for her. Um, I I enjoyed them going through the holidays. It was um, it was fun to watch. It made me regret that they didn't scatter those holidays like over the last. 10 seasons or, you know, whenever. Um, But it was kind of nice to get little bits and pieces, but it would have been great over the years to get, you know, a birthday party for Sam, birthday party for Dean, a Thanksgiving here. You know, we got Halloween, but Sam hates Halloween. So 
he looked pretty happy in this one, but who knows, maybe because he was with Dean and Mrs. Butters. I, I, I don't know. They celebrated Fourth of July. <laughs> so I, 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 I enjoyed seeing their holidays and the birthdays and all that, but I wish it had been uh, spread out. Um, I want to mention something that uh, someone on Twitter, Candy, nothing before you on Twitter, um, mentioned that it's an, it was a nice change this Christmas to see Dean so happy and excited. This we saw, of course, was when um, it was the last year of the deal and it was his last Christmas and Sam was so sad and upset and didn't want to celebrate, but Dean wanted to. But this one was so happy for him and it's their last Christmas and they don't know it. <laughs> I went, you're a, you're a mean person, Candy. For, for That's you. why I love her. Cause she's awful. Yes. <laughs> Candy, Candy's great. Cause she's terrible. Uh, yeah. It's like, Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> I said, that was not nice. And she said, you're welcome. <laughs> like, so he, she's just, she's just mean all the way around. <laughs> yes. Yeah, polite mean. Um, yeah, but we love her. But we love her. Yeah. Real quick, I just think because like, I've, I've got it playing while we're talking. Um, at the, at the, the first scene when it shows Sam sitting at the table researching, he's got John's journal in front of him, and we haven't seen that in a long time. Oh yeah, that's wonderful. I didn't even notice that. Um, I do. I do agree that the actress Megan she. She made this episode because um, mm. this, this, I'm going to be a bit of a downer for a moment. Like this was a very heavy ripoff of a very supernatural Christmas um, in terms right of Right down tone. to the fingernails. The right fingernails, the, fingernails. the language, Oof. you know, the, Oof. yeah. Like, and I don't, first of all, I don't do fingernails. Like I love horror. We talked about like I love gore. I love horror. The fingernail stuff, like. A very supernatural Christmas skin. That's that's my nope. That's what I know about. But um, mm. but yeah. So she, yeah, that's she worst. really saved it from being overly trite. Um, I loved the montage of the holidays, but also I really enjoyed them. Um, like with their lunches and being like just. I mean, mm-hmm. Sam getting the mom he never had. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. And a birthday cake and his little headband. He just, Sam looked adorable yeah. in that happy birthday headband. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm sure, like, I'm one of the people, like, I'm sure Dean gave him birthdays, but, like, he never had a mom. Not a, well, like, we not see a his cakes. Uh, traditional mom. <laughs> we know what his cakes yeah. look like. <laughs> wow. Well, he tries. And bless his heart, he and, tried. Um, yeah. And I like I, that he does. Like, it's just like Jack. Jack. I love that he that he Jack's like I don't care. It's great, you know, because you because the person did it for them. Right. Um, and I do like like I said, she really says that her reactions like when they tell her that it's 2020, like the way she like takes it in and just kind of like re, like recoups after that. Like she did an amazing job of going through all the emotions. Very like it could have been a really over the top portrayal. And she did, and she kept it really contained and, and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love her. She she was fantastic. I've seen her in a million things through the years. Um, but, yeah, she, she was you, – you love her, and you can understand why the guys loved her. And then you could just feel the disappointment in Dean when she's telling him that they had to go kill Jack, and he's like, oh, uh, frack, mm. you know, and uh, yeah, you, you could see, and you could just feel it because he's like, one good thing, and of course we can't have it. And, yeah, so good. Yeah, why we can't have nice things? Right. But typical Sam and Dean, they they just do the hard thing, you know. They're they're the heroes. And but, um, but was, I have to say that. There was one line in this that when Dean said it, I was like, come on. When they first go down there to the basement. (laughs) Well, Uh the one that was the one that got me the most. When they first go down there to the basement and he says the most 
safe and secure location oh. in the world. I was like, come on. Do you remember who all has been in that bunker? I mean, geez, oh, peace, it is not safe or secure. Maybe if it wasn't on standby all the time, it would be, but he didn't know that. And, but, yeah, it's definitely not safe. It's definitely not secure. It's not secret. You know, like, everybody knows mm-hmm. where it is. Yeah, I have the same They're literally safer in capital letters. What? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. said everyone in their literally safer in their in. motel room. It's ridiculous. Yep. Right, right. Yeah, so. I mean, Lucifer, God, um, the um, Nazi fool guys. Uh, I mean, everybody's been there. Doesn't doesn't matter. It's warded against angels. The angels walk right in. Yeah. <laughs> People from other dimensions get in. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets into the bunker. Everyone. And then back out again. So, yeah, that I, I took issue with that as well. Yeah. Like, maybe he just wanted to do the, not, uh, maybe Jeremy just wanted to do the Mario Brothers plumber joke. I have no idea. Yeah, there were, until, there were, there were several lines that you could tell, uh, like I've always said, they write around the joke. They don't write the joke in. Uh, right. So, and the Mario and Luigi one was really weird because, like, how do you make a Mario and Luigi joke and not make it about Sam and Dean? Mm. Like, and that's it just and like, it, it makes the joke fall flat coming from like you don't have two brothers one who is much taller than the other and have the short one make a Mario and Luigi joke not about themselves it is just weird there were, there yeah, were several lines the other that hand, were just kind of weird on the other hand um, I see Jeremy or somebody worked in the Dean's Scooby Doo underwear, oh, and Dean is. Of course, he wears that. Of course, Dean is wearing his purple nightgown and nightcap from the Scooby Natural episode. Yeah, it's just such a coincidence, don't you think? Like it's wow. Ah, yes. It's like hmm. Listen, it was it, like it's cute or whatever, but. That was one of the things about this episode that kind of wore thin was it was so – it's a lot of what I used to not like about Robbie Thompson's episodes, but even – and I don't feel bad saying any of this because, hi, Jeremy Adams, if you're listening, remember, you have me blocked on Twitter for not even tagging you on anything just for criticizing. Anyway, um so if you clearly want the feedback if you're listening. So anyway, yep. um, it, it wears thin to be so referential to be like, you know, we've done all this and I killed Hitler. And then you shift to the Scooby-Doo underwear. Then you shift to the purple nightgown. Then you shift to the very supernatural Christmas ripoff. You, you like everything was very... There were other ones too that I was like, "Why are we?" Oh, like again, we love to see we love to see Thor's hammer. It's great. Love a good sound reference. Love a good grenade launcher also. But like again, it was like, "Yes, we get it. You you too have seen the show. I'm proud of you. <laughs> good job." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, how, like, however, there comes a I... point when you stuff a ref- when you stuff an episode so full of references from other episodes it almost feels like you're belittling your audience a little bit or making fun of them a little bit. Yeah. Well, Supernatural is very fond of its anvils over the years. I can't put the entire blame on Jeremy Adams. but Well, there's a difference between, um, like, a plot anvil and there's there's a difference between that yeah. and being, like, you know, check on gun mm-hmm. kind of thing. And there's a, there's a difference between that and being, like, you know, here's a reference from this season, and now this season. Guess what season I watched? I watched it with you too. Like it just. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't. I'm not somebody who likes being winked at that overtly. I've got a um, quick question about the table that was the monster radar. Wasn't mm-hmm. it back uh, a while back? They used it to find angels. It was like lit up with a bunch of angels. Okay, I'm not ago. crazy. I thought it seemed familiar, and I was like, I guess I don't pay attention that much or whatever. 
yeah, I it, did it not remember just, that. It, it lit up, you know, it, it just, out of the blue, It, if I remember right, I could be completely wrong, but it did light up with angels, and I'm thinking it was just out of the blue it came on, and it was just showing angels all over the world or something. So they know the table works, and they they know it lit up, but maybe they didn't know it could locate monsters. I also, Uh, I can't figure out why she affects the bunker's abilities. Like, are you telling me so that before the Men of Letters had her as their housekeeper, they too were only working at, like, a fraction of their capacity? Stand I didn't by quite understand the, that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I missed something, but after, th- after three watches, I still couldn't figure that out. I guess so. I, I guess that's how they worked because, I, and, and, like, did what came first, them needing more power and going to look for her, or did they just catch her and then realize what she could do for them. And then, and then they developed things like monster radar and the telescope, the gyroscope and all that. Cause Hey, we got extra power. Let's put her to work. You know, not just, like you they, know, baking. Like they and captured her, they captured her primarily for like protection, which like wove into her being like a mom slash housekeeper. Fine. But I don't like, they would have had the gyroscope, Already, they would have had the table already. Hmm. Did they just add to it? In the flashback, like, aren't they? Change the table? Don't they change the table? Like, I mean, if you could work on the table and soup it up, so to speak. I, I, I don't yeah. know. But I, I, I simply didn't understand I that. Didn't uh, yeah. Yeah. Just another for the list, I guess. <laughs> Like there was um, that, I wanna, there was that I wanna, club. There was also one. Like there's actually no. Jack just suddenly has no handcuffs. <laughs> like Dean hits him with the mm-hmm. hits the handcuffs. They blow through the door. They run out the door. Jack is handcuffed. Then they cut to them coming going down the steps, and Jack is holding the sword with no handcuffs. Well, uh, I wonder if they <laughs> kind of cut there's a deleted scene or something there. I don't know what I was like, am I crazy? I was like, I watched it. I was like, no, no, that's, there's really a, there's really a, a, a fub there. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm not sure why Dean hits the reset button into the standby. I was wondering that too. He, he basically just busted it too. He, he hit it with a hammer. Yeah. I don't, like the first time he hits it with his hand to reset the bunker. Okay, fine. Like, I, I work customer service. I do tech support. Turn it off, turn it on. That's the standard. But so when she specifically told you that she put herself in standby, why did you go downstairs and smash the reset button with a hammer? I don't understand. Yeah, like, I don't do, You know, I, like, I love when Dean is goofy, but don't make Dean dumb. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Goofy Dean, fine. Mm. But don't put dumb Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. I want to go back to. We got an echo. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I'm not getting an echo. Maybe it's me, because I don't hear it. Hmm. It could be because I think I'm echoing and Susan is echoing. Yeah. Let me change something and see. Is that any different? Um, it sounds a little different. Oh, yeah, I and I don't hear an echo I would change my output. Okay, that's fine. Um, I want to go back to Dean in the nightgown. Are you still getting like feedback or something from me? Ugh. Yeah, I'm hearing it still. I don't okay, know what to do. It can't be me anymore. I switched from a Bluetooth to just regular speaker, so it's not me anymore. Um, got my headphones. I could try. I could try going to speakerphone. Sorry, everyone. Is that any better? Is that any better? Okay, Hello? you sounded I never heard, to me. I never heard it to begin with, so I don't know. 
So does that sound okay. better? I'm not. Yes. Okay. Am I echoing? No. I don't hear my echo anymore. Okay. I just switched to speaker. Who knows? Um, anyway, I just wanted to go back for a second to Dean in the nightgown flashing Sam. And it was the the best part of that was Sam's reaction to me. And, you know, he looks, closes his eyes, looks again, closes his eyes again, hits, and then goes, keeps going. I mean, the scene keeps going. Dean puts his, his nightgown back down, and then he's talking to Mrs. Butters. But if you watch Sam in the background, he's still making faces and, and, and looking ill. And it, it just made me laugh because, and it also made me just admire him because he doesn't need to be doing those reactions but it's like he's still present in the scene and still doing things. And it, I don't, it's, it was just a little thing to me, but it made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot. And I noticed yeah, that and this last, so last time I was watching it, I didn't notice it until this last time. And it is, he, like, he'll make a gross out face, but then he still shifts his eyes to look at him and then makes a gross out face again. And then shifts his eyes. I'm like, you can let it go if you want. If you don't want to, that's like you. <laughs> I know he keeps going and going, and it's just, I just laughed and laughed, and and no one's paying any attention to him. Like the scene carries on, but but there's Sam in the background. <laughs> I knew, of course, you know, I'm sure everybody did that the way she kept giving Jack smoothies that she was doing, mm-hmm. she was taking his powers away. It was like they were, you know, flashing in bright letters. This is taking Jack's powers away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because you've been a little less obvious. Well, no. <laughs> you know, they're doing Scooby-Doo underwear and everything else. But um, but I wondered, it's like, was it that easy to control Jack before? I mean, I thought before it took all of them and he trashed everything and they had to, like, lock him in a box. But no, just a couple of... Moody's with something in it that wood nymphs know controls him or, or takes yeah, away his powers. Shouldn't they have at least gotten the recipe from her just in case they need it in the future? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. But I did feel so sorry for Jack in this episode. He was just like a little lost puppy. He he was just so like a little Boy, I guess it's the mother in me came out, and I was like, "Oh, this poor little boy." <laughs> yeah, he broke my um, heart. I I know it was hard, and I did like the moment of Dean telling him, you know, yes, you know, I I was angry. I'm still angry, you know, but I'm not going to yeah, let people marry Poppins. So glad. You. I was so glad he finally came out and told him. I was so glad. Yes. Yeah, that was that was a good moment. Yeah. And the whole re, re, recurring language for Dean, you know, saying, you know, damn it and ass, <laughs> excuse me, and all that. It, it just I, it was a Captain America moment <laughs> where she goes language. <laughs> or it's just a silly reference. But um, I... Like when Dean says, dang, no, damn it, language my ass. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I love and when Jack said, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Just that like, was a really cute moment. Yep. Just like, just like dad Dean. And then, you know, he goes to dad Sam later to talk. You know, I love that. that it's, well, I like that it's still, still 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 wrong. It was, a, it was a mix of. Son of a bitch from Dean, and then got to find Sam, got to call. Like, he was immediately like, Sam. So, like, I like mm-hmm. the balance. Yes, that was a good moment. Definitely. And I love those mm-hmm. vampire guys. Those vampire guys <laughs> were hilarious. And they were watching Dark yeah. Shadows. That was so funny. I did, that was one little pop culture thing that was in there that I did appreciate. I like that one. Yeah, like yeah. I like a good pop reference. I just like reference other things other than yourself, but like I like that a lot. I like the Ghostbuster esque uh, montage. 
Yeah, we got one. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And their little brown bag lunches. That was too cute with their initials on it, D and D and S. Very cute. And I do like that for once, like, I like that Sam wasn't just, like, immediately a stick in the mud about it. Like, he was willing to let it play out, and he was willing to enjoy it. Yes, I did, too, because I was surprised at first. So I really liked that he went with it. Yeah, well, I liked the mm-hmm. communication where at first Sam was like, no, this is not a good thing. And Dean was like, let's let it play out. And Sam was like, okay, fine, benefit of the doubt, we let it play out. Yeah. And then they both kind that of sucked into enjoying everything. and <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. I know we're I know we're stuck with it, but you know I'm not terribly happy to hear the Eileen reference and the whole date thing. And I mean, it, it, it's cute that Mrs. Butters. You it know, was lazy. I mean, like it was fine or whatever. It was lazy and weird, and it's not so. It wasn't the weirdness of like him hanging out with her or anything. It's that there was a lot of disjointment, like. If he wanted to take her something somewhere nice, why was he like? I feel like my outfit's too much. And mm. you know why Mrs. Butters was pushing it to get him out of the house? Like to get that. Um, and then when he comes back and she asks how the date was, like he makes his face like I like he did not have a good time. That's and he's, he's past his curfew. I was that part got to me. I was like. So is she like gonna, you know, even if she hasn't hadn't already kind of went psycho, did that mean like she was gonna be weirdo controlling, you know, as well? I thought she was just mm. kind of like hard to like keep him like on 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 the same level as like she was looking out for them, taking care of them before she was like, anyway, we gotta go kill Jack. Uh, I yeah. Like this. That up, like I didn't, mm-hmm. but like I didn't understand the face he made, and that sign language joke was real tacky. I mean, that was oof, not a good mm. look here, not a good look at all. That line was bad. Yeah, that, mm. that's a line that someone should have caught in in a rewrite and edited out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not a good look to to make a point of having a character with. I don't really like the word disability for deaf or me, but what it's fine. Um, and then turn her into a joke. Like I just didn't like that. Mhm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he definitely... And, and I, also, I like, no, Dean, in reality, Dean would have called to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree on that mm-hmm. one, too. Yeah, more, more important, more important, for sure. If it was just him that was, you know, in danger... I could see him maybe waiting, but it was Jack, too. So I don't see him putting Jack in danger. Well, not only that, like, he has to recognize that at that point, Sam is also walking back home into a trap. That's not like Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. The whole thing, they just just don't have a clue about writing romance or dates or anything like like that. And they're sort of trying, and then they sacrifice the true characters of Sam and Dean just to make a heavy point about, oh, Sam's out with Eileen, you know, and there would have, would have been a, a way to do that. They were looking to remind everybody again of Eileen or, or foreshadowing a bit that, you know, we'll see her again. That's fine, but there's other ways to do it than sending Sam on an awkward date and, and also making like, them act out. You know, we've been with this show for 15 years. And it just feels like it reminds me that she exists so that you can inevitably get rid of her later because, again, we've, we've been with this show for 15 years. You're going to get rid of her in some capacity within the next 
three to six episodes. It is what it is. We're not stupid. And it just felt like, mm-hmm. once again, you're going to provide a character. You're going to provide this woman again just so we can highlight, like, how we can use this woman to make a, a, a male character cry later. Okay. Because, like, she's not sustainable. Like, they didn't, it wasn't even enough to, like, show her or even show her texting in this episode. And they have reduced her from, like, this hunter, this, you know, back in the dead, somebody with a lot of knowledge, to a date. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It was just, I, again, it just makes me, there are a bunch of ways you could have sent, gotten Sam out of the bunker that didn't involve you using a woman to do it. Um, I see Chrissy. Although they aren't allowed to have friends either, so I guess whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chrissy responded about the table and on Twitter. And she says, the map went off when all the angels fell to heaven in that season finale. I'm not sure if it was individual lights or all lit up. And they had Charlie hack it when they realized it was hooked to the computer, if she recalls. And Eileen said it lit up like a Christmas tree. So, yes. There we go. Um, See, those are two reasons why I wouldn't have remembered that. Good job, guys. (laughs) Angels and Charlie. I'm going to love all that out. And thank you. Thank you, and thank you for listening. <laughs> I knew that it had happened at some point. I mean, overall, like mm-hmm. I, I know you called it like a like a filler episode or like a monument. I, I think it was very heavy on the mythology because we learned about the telescope. We like we learned. I think it had more more mythology than Monster of the Week. I also like. But it's, yeah, Monster of the Week, she's a woodman, so you want to call her a monster, she's not human. But mm-hmm. I like that they didn't kill her. Yeah. I like that they let her Yes, home. I like that too, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I maybe she did was... try to kill them. <laughs> so yeah, they had a I reason, like but I'm, I'm, they, like, yeah, they I'm they glad they did I, I, I was glad to find popular. I, I I liked the episode a lot because we got a lot of Sam and Dean smiles, which we never really get. And I, you know, with us only having six more episodes left after this, uh, makes me think it, it may be the last time we really see them smiling. So you know, mm-hmm. I was glad to get one kind of happy episode before it before the whole thing's gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it as an like in terms of an episode that you can kind of like turn your brain off, like, it, it is the kind of episode that as long as you don't look at it too closely, it's enjoyable. Once you start really right, right. like, mm-hmm. yeah, and Megan Faye is so wonderful, and Megan Faye is just so wonderful with the part, you know. She, she honestly, she, she took a mediocre script and made it so much better, and she elevated the other three so much. And I like, like, how long have we been asking for a bottle episode, and this was 99% bottle episode. Yes, I was thinking mm-hmm. the same thing them, just a minute ago. Aside from them going to different hunts, it's a bottle. Yep, I was thinking the yeah. same thing. And I mean, I know that technically we had another bottle episode, but I don't speak of that episode, so whatever. So this was this was mm. the closest I can speak to a bottle episode, and I'll take it. It's just been this long to have the bunker and do this, do a good one. Or, yeah, we'll call it good. I'll call it good. Jeremy Adams, I will call your episode good. That's my <laughs> Maybe he'll unblock Maybe you. Maybe he'll unblock you. <laughs> oh, please don't. If he's smart, he'll keep me blocked. <laughs> 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 Do not expect much out of me. I, I, yeah. 
Hopefully I roll well because it's not because it's because it's real. <laughs> but like I, yeah, like I said, enjoyable episode. It was good to come back to. Ratings were good. I mean, you're, anytime mm. you come back, it's going to be good, and everybody's dying for new TV. But it was cute. It was fun. Mm-hmm. The boys were great. Um, I like being able to see Alex play with different facets of being this gleeful little boy and then kind of going, you know what, I don't have the opportunity to get away from this woman in order to tell Sam and Dean, so I'm going to investigate. I'm going to do what I can do to protect my family. Mm -hmm. So seeing him kind of mirror Mrs. Butters and go, you know what, I need to protect my family. Mm -hmm. I like like Alex being able to play with things like that because while I don't the character the character doesn't always work for me in placement. I always enjoy Alex as the as the character. I always enjoy watching him play Jack, even in the moments where I'm like, I don't particularly see how Jack fits in. I enjoy Alex as Jack a lot. Mhm. Yeah. He is really good. I think it'd be easy to be over the top with that character. Mm-hmm. And and he plays and, it very, very realistically, and I think I think mm-hmm. he does a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And especially when you when you contrast it with the demon that he was earlier in the season, when you know he was playing that demon who possessed Jack's body, you know, completely different character. You know, he did such a great job showing the contrast between the two. Yeah. So, and I hope that, you know, obviously Jack's going to be very important in the last few episodes, and I hope we get to see Alex kind of stretch even more with that and then give him some meatier stuff, because I think, I really do think he can, I think he can handle it. I think he's going to do a really good job if it goes the way it's going to go in my head. So. Definitely. But I am interested to see, like, I mean, we've been calling it a telescope for years, but, you know, the interdimensional gyroscope, it's obviously going to play into something else. Mm, Um, And I like, yeah, you know, her mentioning, I thought it was weird that, like, she mentioned it's interdimensional and being like, we don't see anything. And she's like, oh, no, that's bad. But, like, we know that Chuck killed all the other universes and worlds, so why is everybody acting surprised? <laughs> what are you supposed to be able to see when you know that that Chuck did this? Again. Yeah. Let's make Dean dumb, I guess. Whatever. I I will say that like my my moment of praise for Jeremy Adams has ended. Jeremy Adams <laughs> does not know how to write Dean Winchester in the absolute least. <laughs> And just, just tell me, tell me why you say that. Just, just oh, because so I you'll expand on that. <laughs> Do not watch Last Call because right. I did, and I don't know who, I don't know who Jensen was playing in that episode, but it was not Dean Winchester. Uh, and sorry, everything, episode? Last Call. Oh, oh yeah, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't who, know what that I don't was. Know who, I don't know who that character was. I'm pretty sure that was Jensen Ackles starring as Jensen Ackles, which is, you know, fun to watch. Oh, what not being Winchester. Uh, yes. And, and like, yes, there's a fine line between making Dean fun, which he's a fun character, mm-hmm. and like I said, making him dumb, making him. Yeah, I hate that. Naive, making him gross. That reminds me, I, something I made a note of. Did you notice that suddenly Dean can't sing again? Yeah. When he was singing Happy Birthday, he couldn't carry that tune. And I'm like, oh, that's speaking of last call and suddenly Dean being able to sing so well on stage. He's back Which to again, not being sign able to of, no, when you have a when you have a writer that's so busy proving to you that they've seen episodes 
make such a flub and last call when he could have easily been like, oh, by the way, the reason Dean can sing is part of, like, the mysticism of Bar. Easy fix, but he doubled down instead. Mm. So, you know, I'm not going to really give too much of a pass on that. But, again, like, there's a fine line between making Dean fun and making him terrible. Yeah. Um, the line where Sam, when Sam and Dean are going off to the vampire nest and they talk about Jack in the car and Sam says, ignoring your trauma doesn't make you healthy. <laughs> you I, I, know, I, did like, I like being like, yes, it does. I actually like yeah. being like, yeah, yeah that does. actually does make you healthy. Because I, I agree, Dean. <laughs> if you push it down far enough, it's gone. <laughs> oh, but it comes back when you least expect it or least want it. <laughs> so, but but no. that's that's very much Dean's way, <laughs> and it's, it's Sam's too. I'm like, oh great, <laughs> okay. I'm watching the scene where um, Mrs. Butters has put Sam in the chair before she rips his fingernails off, um, but I'm noticing how. <laughs> small the sweater vest is on Sam it just does not fit him at all um (laughs) around his shoulders and everything it's just way too small and that shirt he's wearing under it is really ugly it does not match the vest (laughs) and it reminds me in the good old days when Sam and Dean wore crappy crappy suits with crappy shirts you know it kind of reminded me Mm -hmm. of that and I was like Oh, I miss those days. Those before they started wearing Armani and everything. So and everything tailored. But yeah, tailored. That, that sweater just. <laughs> that sweater is just so small. <laughs> maybe it was Dean's. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Could be. And Jack's sweatshirt, I swear it looks like it's from, it's not an expensive sweatshirt. So it's something that I think Sam and Dean would be able to afford because it looks like one I would pick up at Walmart or something. So I was like, okay, I like that he's wearing the Chivo sweatshirt. But then his shoes look very expensive, so. Mm. <laughs> like Eileen just said, it's a size medium for Sam, uh, Sam's. Sweater vest. It's a medium. <laughs> medium. Yeah, that, that's perfect. <laughs> medium. <laughs> she made a good point. She said, between the Eileen joke, Butters being given a photo of her slavers and tortures as a gift, and then her lovingly caressing it, it all just seemed a little misogynistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Her constantly being like, yeah. my boys, my boys, I took care of them, I did for them, you know. Mm. When really, like, uh, I'm not saying I didn't care about her, but, I mean, you can tell me all you want that Thomas Jefferson cared about about his slaves, but you know what? They were still his slaves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, very typical of that. And I agree with what she said about Alex or Jack, too. Oh yeah, I was. I had run the gamut. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like I agree, um, and I, I like I said, I am still interested. I, I'm, again, assuming I'm right. <laughs> I think we're gonna see a very interesting version of Jack in episode 19. Hmm. Well, because we know that that's supposedly the series. We know that that's supposedly the season finale before we jump into the series finale of 20. So given that we know who filmed, who quarantined, things like that, I'm very interested mm-hmm. to see what, how Jack plays into it and what Alex does with it. Well, I, I, I hope it's, I hope the writing is up 
to what he can do because he seems like he handles a lot. You know, he's terrific. So I hope it's, I hope it matches. I hope it's a fitting end because it will be an end. (laughs) I hope something else picks him up really fast because he's such a great actor and I'd love to see him keep going. You know, I hope he gets another job fast. Definitely. Definitely. I do hope so. Very cool. Um, Is there anything else about the episode? Speaking of other jobs, we could talk about what Jared and Jensen are going to be doing next. (laughs) Um, And any other news, unless there's more to say about the episode? Mm -hmm. I think think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I had some other nitpicks, but I honestly don't think they're really important. I'm sorry? I said I I have a few other nitpicks, but we can completely skip over it. I don't think they're, like, really important. They don't change anything. Mm. So, whatever you want to mention, please. Oh, no, it was just, like, again, like, just, just, yeah, just a writing nitpick, like, I thought it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, just one of those things that, like, me having, like, like I write, and I've also edited for people. If someone handed me a script where you have someone call somebody a dog, like, reference a dog, and then, like, two lines later also reference a puppy, I would have been like, you know what, find other words. One of these mm. needs to go. Find a synonym. Uh, just, like I said, little things like that where I'm like, I, I, I just want to go, like, why did nobody edit this script? <laughs> Maybe like somebody like did. I feel, that, that's I what think that way. Maybe it somebody feels like did. The first draft, but I know that it's not. Mm. Mm. Hello. Hello? I'm still here. Yeah, oh, that's okay. all I have. <laughs> okay. Um, well, should we talk about the future jobs for Jared and Jensen? Any other uh, supernatural-related news? Um, well, got plenty of time. Uh, you know, Jared's going over to Walker, which is based off of Walker, Texas Ranger that starred Chuck Norris, and... Genevieve is going to, of course, be playing his dead wife. So it'll be interesting to Mm -hmm. see them both together on screen again. I'm looking forward to that. And then Jensen has been cast as Soldier Boy in season three of The Boys from Eric Kripke, which I've only watched like two episodes of The Boys, and it's a little for me (laughs) Um, but I will try to watch more so I can see Jensen in the the third season yeah do you watch it Benny no I I recognize it in theory it's right up alley Uh, Mm -hmm. it's not though and I it's it's just there's certain things that didn't hold my attention it's I mm-hmm. like everyone else. I love gore. I love, I love edgy humor, and I love subversiveness. But there's a fine line between edgy and edge lord, and it really just hits me out of like fifteen year old edge lord on 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 like four chan level that I just can't. I'm not the target audience, despite it on the surface looking like I would be. I'm not. I might give it a try in season three just to see how, what Jensen does with the role based on what I know from the comic canon. Uh, I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see what they're doing, especially since they're diverting a lot of what the canon does. I don't, not, don't want to spoil it because I don't know what they're actually going to do and I can't spoil it, but like it, they're changing mm-hmm. a lot of what is in canon and Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, he's playing a role that, like, 
I have no interest in, unfortunately. Like, when it comes to the canon of the boys in the comics, like, I prefer the boys, and he's playing, like, part of the payback. And, like, mm-hmm. the payback sucks. So, <laughs> like, the soup sucks. And so, like, I don't know. Just seems kind of... But yeah, yeah, that's the idea. The they're is... supposed to. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're they, like, they're supposed I, to I, suck. I... And they're supposed to suck. Like, the seven is supposed to suck, and the young Americans are supposed to suck, and the payback are, like wannabe suck like I get it but it's just mm-hmm. we'll see I'll, I'll, I will probably give it a I've, try for Desmond but we'll see I've seen um, both seasons I haven't seen the season 2 finale yet I'm going to watch that later tonight it just came out like late last night I've seen like I said everything and I, I gave it when I first heard of it I said, eh, I don't know. Doesn't really look like me, but I'll give it a try. It's Kripke. I have Amazon, whatever. And I was, I was very surprised to find out how much I liked it and how good it was. <laughs> so I, I was surprised. I finished the first season and I went, "Holy cow, that's really good." I think that's, that's what's interesting and, is that people who you think wouldn't be into it are. And people who you think mm-hmm. would be aren't, and I find that really interesting. And like, good on Kripke for mm-hmm. kind of bridging that weird gap. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, in, in theory, it should be not up your alley and right up mine, and it's a flip flop of that. Mm. Yeah, uh, and and terrific. I, actually, I, I I really like it, but it is. I'm not I'm not Spanish about it, you know. I don't. I don't need merchandise. I it don't need to read like the comics. I don't need fanfic. Sorry. It doesn't seem to be that kind of show. Like I did kind of poke around, and the fandom is very not like a tr- the way we think of a fandom. Mm-hmm. There doesn't um, seem to be a whole um, lot of fic, not a whole lot of art, uh, not a whole lot of like meta or anything like that. Which it seems to be like this is the show. <laughs> take it for what it is and move on. It's so batshit crazy, and and um, the characters, I they're they're sometimes likable. I can't say there's one that's always likable. They all have dark aspects to them. Um, there's there's some that try to be good and try to do better. Um, um, it is, it's like. If Supernatural was on Amazon and, and Kripke had control of it, it would be it would be full of it. There'd be even more blood and gore than there ever was on Supernatural. There'd be cursing every possible way you can, you can on every side, and and a fair amount of nudity. And by nudity, I mean like including full frontal male. And it's just insane. And I, again, I'm like, I really like it, and it's really good, and I was surprised. But yeah, I, I, I really liked it. And there's, um, I love Carl Urban, you know, I have I have for years, so he's just great as as Billy Butcher. Um, and and it's it's it is it's it's very well cast. I watched the after show too. Aisha Taylor hosts it, and um, that's also very enjoyable. And I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Jensen. I've read like the comic backstory of Soldier Boy, and I actually hope they change it. I can't see, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't see Jensen being interested in the character as it is currently if they go back to the very beginning because I think the original Soldier Boy is like World War Two. So that might be more like. Jensen might be interested because he's he's just he's actually a pretty pathetic character currently. So I don't I don't see him as that, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but uh, I am I am looking forward to. It. He's one of the soups, and they're they're meant to be terrible. It's a pretty good commentary on you know corporate and appearance and and all that. Um, the newest soup this year, Stormfront, is actually a, a man in the comics. And Kripke, um, 
decided to change it. And she's really good. The actress Aya Aya Cash, I think she plays them. She's she's very good. But anyway, um, I, I like I do like it. <laughs> I like it a lot, and I'm looking forward to seeing Jensen in it. So yeah. it's very popular. So yeah, very. And Jim Beaver is in it. Um, makes an appearance. Yeah, but that's how people try to trick me into Doom Patrol. Jim Beaver's in it. Mark Shepard's in it. Seriously. Jim Beaver's not in Doom Patrol, was he? I watched Doom mm-hmm. Patrol. Yeah, for like literally a split second. Mm. I love. Yeah, Jim Beaver's love. not in The Boys much. Like, don't watch The Boys for Jim Beaver. I mean, he's he's there, but it's only like a, a scene or two. Um, Giancarlo Esposito's in it as the head of the corporate. He's wonderful. I love Doom Patrol. I love it. Absolutely. It's um, one of the craziest shows I've ever watched, and I absolutely I I love it. Yeah. I enjoyed what I watched. Well, you like Brendan Fraser. Uh, well, this is true. I liked what I watched, but the weird thing is, is once I had to kind of put it down, it was hard for me to get back into it. It was good while I spent a day binging it, and then, like, I had to – I didn't get another chance to pick it back up for several days. And when I did, it was a little harder for me to get into uh, but I think it's a good show. I think it's well done. I think it's a good show. I just one of my I need favorite to get like, a better char- group with it. One of my favorite characters in it is Danny Street. I won't tell you any more about him. And in the second season, there is an episode that is one of the craziest, craziest things I have ever seen in my entire life. It actually has an ass baby in it, a male, pregnant male that has an ass baby in an episode in the second season. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, I thought, you know, I thought I'd heard that. I, I don't watch Doom Patrol. It's like way too much TV, too little time. Like, I hope, maybe, someday. <laughs> and Ma- but, Mark Shepard uh, is great in it, too. Mark Shepard's in a few episodes, and he's great. Mm. I thought he was in more. I mean, the way it sounded, it sounded mm, like no. No, no, he's again, in, he's in a handful. Mm, he's in too. a couple in the first season and a couple in the second so far. I, I hope tricked. he goes back to the leverage boot reboot that's coming back. Actually, yes, yes. Coming. I am I so excited about leverage coming back. Leverage is yes, one of my all-time favorite shows. I'm so excited. I loved it. I, I did, too. I did too. More the earlier seasons than the later, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I really liked it a lot. And I hope they bring him back. Um, what else? Any other news? Oh, we didn't talk too much about Walker. Apparently, Jared got his Walker haircut the other day. Because aren't they going to start filming pretty soon in a couple of weeks? Yeah. yeah. I think um, they're trying to get it uh, with the Texas legislature to let them start on October 20th. So we'll see. If not, the other date I had seen was October 27th, 29th, something like that. Um, mm. It's hard to talk about Walker because we don't really know anything. Like, we know the basic like nuts and bolts we know it's going to be very different from the original which i'm interested in because i christy if you're still listening stop for a moment i did not like the original <laughs> walker texas ranger at all that's not my jam i've never been a child i North did not like it at all. Uh, me neither sorry christy so I'm interested yeah i'm sorry christy some three of us and i didn't like the original chuck I didn't like the original Walker. I think I saw one or two episodes. Not my thing. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see Jared walk around in boots and a, and a hat and a cowboy hat. I'm really excited for that. I'm super into it. Mm. Um, the cast, I think, I think casting looks really good overall. Um, I think it's gonna. <laughs> I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy yes, Ben. Ms. I enjoy. I enjoy Keegan. Uh, I, I watch Little Liars, so I enjoy Keegan. But yes, yes Lindsay, so <laughs> I didn't watch the hundred, so I'm not super familiar with Lindsay, but um 
you know, she's pretty, so that, I like pretty. Mm-hmm. I like to watch pretty people on TV kind of a thing. Uh, so, um, no, I, it's just, it's right now. Looking like, forward to just, Mitch his dad, definitely. Yeah, that's going to be, I, I like that little almost Easter egg kind of thing, like nice little wink. Mm. Okay. And from what I can tell, it's at least a little more diverse, I guess. Um, let's hope. Um, than the original locker, but that was a while ago. Oh, are we done? Are we all talked out? I believe we are. I think it sounds like we are. Um, yeah, well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, good podcast episode to come back to. It's probably all downhill from here <laughs> as far as um, um, being serious and going back to the arc of the season. Um, let's cross our fingers for some really good apps and down to a fitting end for the season. Um, it's good to be back podcasting again, and I guess that's it. Good night, and thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. And we'll let the boys play us out. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.